quickly. So when we, as the downtime from last time, were we able to add feats and all that sort of stuff? Mm, yeah, that's right. So if you recall, yeah, last time we said you can have some downtime, and in that you can do all the sort of downtime thing that the manuals talk about. So mm. um, some of that I think is training. The feats actually come as an alternate, like a, a proper feat comes as an alternative to a level upgrade. So that's where feats come from. Like you can't do that, but you can, I think you can train yourself on um, other things. Hang on a sec. That's right. Oh, I just want to, I haven't done it. I haven't, well, I haven't had a chance to look through the stuff, so. No. Well, that's okay. Just wanted to double check what we were allowed to do. I think we should, um, um, lots of things have been happening. Um, so you should find out about them. <laughs> he says <laughs> with not much of a hint. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, have a look at um, the DM, the Players Guide 187 talks about downtime and activities. So okay, you can check it out there. Uh, sorry, what page um, 187? So that's the that's the standard lot of downtime, but then also um, yeah, in the Xenoclass guide or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Cool. I shall um, look at that. So yeah, see the training there. It says like you can the training um, can teach you proficiency with a new tool, and then Xanathar's guide goes on and talks more about what kind of tool sets you can become proficient in and then a tool will give you extra advantage on a roll on particular things you know particular so like you might get like a herbalist's tools or something which will then give you advantage on your yep. role with doing something else um, and sometimes if you also have yeah, if you have proficiency in something, you get a bonus to it, plus you get like advantage as well when you've got the tools that go with it. So you kind of get a double bonus if you mm. if you line up your proficiencies with yep. your things. Anywho, right. radio. Um, so does that mean, do we just, just on that, so I'm currently proficient in medicine and I have a herbalism kit. So that means I should be able to do stuff with advantage. As in to stabilize people or whatever I can do with that kit. Is that right? I believe that's true. Mm. Let me find. How much down? Sorry, Mark. How much downtime? Like in game time, were we? I think we said a week. Yeah. You uh, did Eldrick get anything? Practice drinking ale or anything like that? Eldrick. <laughs> um, so when when you were saying that we could we could gain feats, I, I'm just you know that bit where it's got actions in inventory features and traits. I've just had a look under that features and traits, and right down the bottom of it, 
it's got managed feats, and when you bring that up, there is an absolute shitload of stuff that you can. Yeah, yeah. That's and it, it, can only, I was looking at. You can only do feats as as part of your class upgrade. So you'll see yeah, some of your classes class, instead class of play. taking like a, a, a an ability score upgrade or something, you can add a feat instead. All oh, right. Okay. So that's not what we were talking about last week, was it? Is it or it is? Or the week before, yeah. So if you it's... um, if you have a look, let me just see. So I was just looking at doing um, um, what's it called? Your navigation, which <laughs> is which isn't a part of all this. It's not in this. No, Brett. Brett. So te technical difficulties, which is unusual for him. Brett is. Where's my head? Sorry, I'm back now. Oh, cool. Oh, there you it's, go. No, um, if you, um, yeah, if you have a look at that link that I've just put into the main, into the general place, that's mm -hmm. the Xanathar's Guide to Downtime, mm -hmm. which tells you a whole bunch of things you can do. Um, pick up proficiency with the tool. It must have been in the other one. There was actually um, a different thing I was reading. It must have been in Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. Let me just check that one. And do pit fighting. Mm. There's a lot in there, isn't there? Mm. There's something where you could um, yeah, where if you had if you had or maybe it was in tools or something. Let me just see if there's a tools list. Tool proficiencies, there it is. Okay, so there's something else that was also this tells you what happens when you get tools and you have um, proficiency on a particular skill. So have a read of that one. So in that one, um, alchemist supplies enable a character to, to produce useful concoctions. So various components and you can use the proficiency to create alchemical alchemical items um, and then brewer's supplies allows you to um, you know you then have it looks like you then have like difficulty classes to do things I thought there was something though where it was talking about cartographers cobblers cooks disguise forgery gaming glass bars herbalism kit I'll um I'll reread it and find the bit where it said what to do. But it it kind of said that you should you should reward the the, the yeah to make tool proficiencies more attractive choices for the characters. Use the methods outlined below. If the use of a tool and the use of a skill both apply to a check and a character is proficient with the tool and the skill, 
consider allowing the character to make a check with advantage. The simple benefit can go a long way towards encouraging characters to pick them up. And then in addition, consider giving characters who have both a relevant skill and relevant tool proficiency and an added benefit on a successful check. So um, character proficient with Mason's tools makes a wisdom check to find a secret door. Not only does the character notice the door's presence, but you decide that the tool proficiencies entitle the character to an automatic success on an intelligence investigation to determine how to open the door. So they're kind of saying like, once you have both things, then they should give advantage and benefit that, that I need to apply, which I thought was really good. Like it kind of started to make the tools more important or, or have more subtlety about them. Yep. Mm -hmm. Cool, yeah. So hopefully you can hit both of those links. Right, have a look. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, um, yeah. So, well, if you haven't worked out some downtime stuff, that's okay. Um, because, um, while you were away, uh, while you were kind of having your down, your, your half downtime, that isn't really downtime on day two, um, you are summoned to the council. Um, and if you recall that, um, the, um, the the council was formed um, to start uh, like it was a council of war that was being formed to um, to go defeat the Saugan Sahugan um, enemy and um, this council is you know there's still a couple of people arriving but the council has been considering their position and has been approached by a benefactor to who will offer substantial weapons to help out some of the races that that don't have quite um, the, the weapons that they need or their weapons are old and they need to update them and this benefactor has, has offered to to um, fund the defense um, however he's he requires that the the the, uh, the this is what the council is telling you they, they re he requires the use of some adventurers to help um, to help him with a task before he'll consider bankrolling the the invasion of the Sahogan. So, yeah, what about you could find some of those? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so, what's the task? So, Manistrad says to you, "Saw chaps, what do you think? I know you fellas did a good job with me and my man, but uh, what do you think? Could you help this fella out?" Uh, well, if we know what it, if we know what it is he wants, yeah, yeah, but it would help the war effort. Are you willing to meet him? Of course. Yeah. Sure. Do we know who it is at all? Uh, Mysterious uh, benefactor. His name is Albrecht Dralian. Uh, we have come across him. I'm pretty sure. Uh, are we? I remember the name Albrecht. God, where the hell it is. And Manistrad sort of glistens a little bit as she said, Ah, Albrecht, he's, he used to be one of the largest and most prosperous of, of, of the traders. We used to call him a merchant prince um, with hundreds of ships under his banner. Uh, I wonder what he wants with that. His, his story is a tragic one. He's, uh, I'm sure he can tell you what happened, but he lost his entire fortune. And um, But... He has since heard of some news, can recover the fortune, and will then be funding the war effort. And so we would like you, we would say that this is a great opportunity for you to uh, 
to both help the war effort and indeed I'm sure he will reward you chaps quite handsomely as well. But he is here uh, in the city um, and he is ready to come and see you fellas and uh, he needs someone to come and to come and help his party but this is all top secret uh, this is all council stuff and uh, nobody is to be talked is, is to talk about this out loud uh, except under the cover uh, of the of the council uh, chamber so we have a room set out upstairs and Aubrey is in fact up there if you are willing um, no I think we just go back to the pub Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, what was it? What was it? The last time, Elbrick. What was? Elbrick Drellian, Drellian, D R A double L I O N. Or come across that name somewhere else. You'll have to Google. <laughs> yeah, yes, I can't remember. I don't recall that there is any uh, law that would help you there. But um, no, it's okay. You never know. You never know. The name definitely rings a bell. All right. Well, it's okay. Uh, so we're going to go up and meet him. Yep. Yep. All right. So. So do we? So do we still? So is this this is part of our week off, is it? Our week of. This is day two of and, our downtime. Um, if you recall, I think the there was. Um, there's a few parties being assembled still um, in the in the host that's going to take on this this um, mm. Sahugan fortress, and so um, yeah, this is on day two. You've been summoned with this new information. Yep. All right, so you um, you travel, um, you you are taken uh, up the stairs and um, directed to a to a chamber that's um, right back in the far corners of the of the building and um, as you enter the, the 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 room there's a there's sort of a, a bloke who's who's wearing a traveler's cloak and um but he has a, the look of finery in the, in the clothes that he has and he's looking out the window um, into the bay and um and turns as you come into the room and uh you see that he's a he's a older gentleman now but he uh he carries that kind of um, authority of wealth about him. Um, however, he's um, there's a bit of a glint in his eyes, and uh, you can see he's, he's um, you know he's excited about what's going on. Mm. So um, so he steps forward and and says um, and, and says um, upon my word, I, I'm is, so glad to see you. There is, I just googled him, and there is a. <laughs> There's a guy, yeah, yeah, Albrecht Australian. There's a couple of images as well. That's hilarious. All right, well, don't go too deep. You'll probably sorry. Keep going. I'll probably give it all away, Terry. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. So he he steps forward and uh, and says, "Upon my word, it is wonderful to see you. Now please sit down and let me tell you my tale." Mm -hmm. All right, so you Comfy. scrape a chair and um, sit down. And he says, um, many, many, many years ago, I was, uh, I had a, f a fleet. It was one of the largest and most prosperous of its kind with hundreds of ships under my banner. 
I would dodge storms, pirate raids, and aquatic monsters that carry goods across the world. But uh, although my, my success probably came too fast, and uh, a little while ago, my contacts told me about uh, the southern jungles and that there are some rare spices and herbs there that I could do. So I took that opportunity. I, I, uh, I leapt at the chance to get even richer. I, I sold off all of my assets and converted them, uh, the proceeds to property deeds and promissory notes. And I, and I secured that in my ship and I set off um, down to the south, to the southern jungles to capture this spice trade. Now, unfortunately, as we were traveling, a, a cruel storm hit and my ship, the Emperor of the Waves, uh, was separated from the rest of the from the rest of the group. Um, and indeed, uh, I wasn't on my ship. I wasn't on that ship, but the uh, the crew has been has disappeared and never been heard of again. The rest of the fleet kind of made it through, but I was ruined and I, I was reduced to, um, to being a normal merchant and I had to go back and start again. Um, he pauses there and reaches for a glass of water to see if there are any questions or thoughts at that point. Um, so, did the um, other ships of the fleet have any any indication of how the um, your ship was lost? Did it sink or just disappear or lost in the mist or what? It was. Um, uh, it it no. As far as anybody knows, it was destroyed in a massive storm. However, 15 days ago, I received word that my my uh, my flagship, the, the Emperor of the Waves, was spotted adrift in the Southern Sea. And those who were near it said it was a ghost ship. It was, there was nobody on it and it disappeared back into the mist, but we have to find it because with it is all my wealth. I must find it, and I. But I need. I've assembled a ship uh, that I can take you across the waves in. However, uh, I need some some solid adventures to help me in case there's any problem with it. The fact it was reported as a ghost ship make, it gives me some pause, and I need some strong, capable soldiers to be with me. We'll let you know if we find any. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so is um the councillor with us? They come up well, the stairs. The council... Sorry. So when we were taken up the stairs, was that by one of the no, councillors? By one of the guards, and oh, okay. he just closed the door behind him, so the council hasn't heard all this. Right. Okay. Um, um, well, we've got Dan time, and I'm I'm going to put my hand up. I'm I'm happy to come along on the ship. Mate. I'll be... How how far is the voyage? How many days? Two or three days at most is what I'd say. And I've I've hired a ship, the Soul of Winter, and I've got a crew who can take you out there. And what ex what experience do you have of uh, 
ghost ships and that type of stuff. Or I don't. I, in fact, I will be. I will remain here. My my job is is to keep assembling the wealth that's required for the war effort, uh, which I will do. But uh, I really need the contents of a magic box in the bottom of the hold containing my promissory notes. And how would we recognize the ship? It's a it's a large ship. It was. Uh, that doesn't really narrow it down. Um, one of my one of my assistants who knows the ship uh, Vertheg who is my butler will uh, will transport you will go with you and we'll be able to identify the ship so we, we need to retrieve a box is that right that's right it is a magic box and it contains all of my promissory notes and property deeds. It was it was um, down in the in the cargo hold of the ship mm -hmm. when I left it. Well, how, how big's the box? What size is it? <clears throat> it's reasonably heavy. Uh, I could tell you uh, it will take a couple does, of men. Does it have a special design on it so that we know what to look for? Um, all right. Um, sorry, ask the question again. Yep. So, does it does it have a special design like this there? How do we, yeah. How do we recognize the box? Yeah. How, how do we know that it's different to any other chest or box that's going to be on the ship? Uh, you we will got... not mistake it. It's yeah. it's a blue box, blue metal box, and even though this ship has been lost for many years, uh, the, because of the charms that were woven on that box. That that will look as fresh as the first day that it was created. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, you, you will have no trouble identifying this box. It doesn't look like any other cargo container, you know. Okay. All right. <clears throat> now, gentlemen, I'm so excited uh, about this episode, this uh, this expedition. Will you do it? Deep. Do you have any other intelligence as to what sort of a special equipment or supplies we might need? Indeed, I have fitted out the ship Soul of Winter. Not only have I hired it, but I have set it out with you um, with a lot of supplies you might need. For example, I have uh, studded leather armor for any character who, want, who would like it. Any of you chaps that like it, two light crossbows with 20 bolts each, five 50 foot coils of rope, two grappling hooks, 12 torches and and uh, two healers kits. Uh, there's also some other, there's a, there's a potion of healings there, a couple of potions of healing uh, and six vials of antitoxin there for you. Hmm. And sounds... Why the need for antitoxin? Sounds ominous. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I have spent many years on the, on the waters fighting off monsters. You never know what kind of thing will, will uh, launch itself out of the deep out there. What sort of monsters have you come across in the past? Oh, you know, all the things that lurk about in the deep. You know, we've had uh, Sahugan, those swarms of those skeletons. Um, 
Do you have any uh, harpoons on the boat? Uh, indeed, we do not. Wouldn't have happened to have bumped into some hags on, on your way through as well. What? Indeed. Those nasty, nasty things. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Um, and uh, is there a financial benefit for us as well? Indeed. Indeed. Chaps. You, you know that this there is a substantial wealth in this box and this this isn't without peril. I'm prepared to offer you, uh, and I'm not negotiable on this, I'm prepared to offer you a finder's fee of 10% of the wealth that is in that box. Hmm. Now, the wealth in that box is worth 100,000 gold pieces. So you can do the numbers, 10% of 100,000 is 10,000 gold pieces mm-hmm. to your chaps if you can recover it. Jesus. Hmm. Okay. This is a chance of a lifetime. Folks. And the, the, um, are the sailors that are accompanying us, are they sailors or do they have some military experience as well? No. Uh, we will have some dwarf, uh, some dwarven uh, uh, in dwarves in the crew who have some fighting experience, but they're there to protect that ship. I can't have you getting the treasure and then not getting back. So the soul of winter will be uh, manned by a crew of sturdy dwarves and uh, they will keep that safe and keep you safe to get you across to the ship to capture the treasure. And if we don't find the ship, what happens then? I can give you 200 gold pieces to get you out as, a, as an advance payment that you can keep regardless of what happens. 200 each? Mm. 200 total. Uh, you just said it's fairly perilous, so. Sorry? <laughs> what sort of... You just said it was very perilous and, and here you're only offering us effectively. Uh... Well, you know, if you don't encounter the boat, you won't encounter a thing. So it's it's just a walk in the park for you for 200 gold pieces. Um, and what what's uh, do you have a, a rough location? I'm just wondering what sort of timeline you're expecting us to be able to retrieve this in this war with the um lizard folks impending. So I don't want to don't want to spend months on the water. Have you got any any coordinates at all? Uh, we should be two or three days out. Don't worry about that. They they know where it is. It's somewhere somewhere um, to the uh, to the south of us there. Um, you know, you pretty much go due south from Salt Marsh and, and it's out that way, out to sea. Hmm. Is there a navigator on board or do we need to supply our own? Ah, no, yeah, absolutely. Those dwarves will get you there, no problem at all. Hmm. All right. But of course, they'll just get you in the general area. You'll then have to probably do a bit of a search pattern to find it. It's not. Nobody knows exactly where it is. It's just been sighted two days sail off the off the southern coast there. Hmm. Does it go down to the Sea Princess? But the I must coast? impress on you that secrecy is paramount. I do not want anybody else knowing because many people know this ship and uh, it's just between us. It's only the two of you that know and uh, the crew, uh, and the, sorry, the captain of that uh, of that boat that knows what's there. Everybody else just knows they're going to do a, a some kind of salvage and that's it. Hey. But you guys and me and the captain 
and my butler know the true nature of this ship, and that how that's how it has to stay. Okay. Okay. Done. All right, chaps. So exciting. I'm just wondering well, if there's other alternatives for our, our uh, any other quests that the councillors might be aware of. There, there might be. You can ask them. <laughs> you don't like nautical uh, adventures? No, I'm just wondering if there's anything else that might be uh, a little less peril. You want to choose from of, the uh, menu. Return on investment? Yeah. I'm I'm thinking that we should. There needs to be some substantial XP earned. I'm thinking that we should be asking our little CF friend if he'd like to come along as well. Seeing, he knows how to. No, he has, has he? I thought he'd gone. Well, we yeah, can... he's gone back to to gather his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, has he? Because oh, yeah. he he knows how to sail. So if something went wrong with the boat, at least we could. Guarantee we had someone to sail the boat, help us sail the boat, gang. Oh, but the, 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 the crew, crew. Of dwarves, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they'll, they can yeah. barely operate it. They're going to survive. Yeah, it sounds pretty perilous. The, the, the challenge, of, Edric. challenge of, the, of it is not getting there in the boat, like the boat will yeah, be yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's not the challenge. Probably all Edric's friends anyway on the boat. Exactly. Or he went to school with them. Exactly. Or related. <laughs> Uh, I guess I guess we're being uh, led by the dungeon master. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, so when's this uh, boat going to uh, set down? What's the? All right, so the few chaps are ready to are ready to go. Uh, let's give it a cup. Let's give it a night. We'll all be ready, and the boat will be ready to sail tomorrow. Um, I think this high tide is, is uh, 10 a.m. So if you can muster there uh, about an hour before the uh, the captain, um, her name, uh, sorry, his name is uh, Walga Windrun, uh, who is a dwarf captain there, and he will uh, he will look after you, set you up there All in right. the cabin. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm um, assuming you'll have no to expect us. Indeed, we will send a message. Uh, and at that point, um, coming into the room, you see a half-orc um, uh, guy come in um, who's, uh, who's tall, lanky, and awkward. And, he's, uh, and what you notice is that there's just a single tusk that juts out from his lower, draw, door, lower jaw. Um, and he has fine, neat clothing on. He comes in and he says... Uh, my, my lord, uh, uh, have you reached a conclusion? And the uh, uh, and uh, Orbrick says, "Aye, the chaps have very careful, very, uh, very uh, excitedly decided to graciously decided to join uh, the, the the quest." He says, ah, "That is wonderful news. I will relay that to the to Captain Walgar." He's very well spoken. Yes, well, he's he's kind of he has quite fine, neat clothing on. So obviously, he's, and uh, you know, he's 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 been around um, humans for quite some time. Who was that? Was that the butler? Was that? He was. Yeah, it's the butler. He's the butler. Mm. Firthig. I do a uh, insight insight check just to check 
whether I believe them or not in this whole yep. little saga. Uh, well, yeah. I'll let it really make the difference because I suspect we're going to go anyway, but just for the hell of it. 14. 14, right. Just so I, don't think, do I think he's just a madman or, or um, do I think there's something in it? Uh, you, you you don't get a strong sense either way, um, you know. But you, but you seem he seems to be on the level. He believes what he's saying. Hmm. <clears throat> it doesn't really help us much. We just it could be a loony. All right, I suppose we're going. We're going to do it. Ooh. Yeah, I, I do an inside check as well. I get twenty four. Well, you you can definitely see that this is completely on the level. the The half orc is a bit slimy, but really, you know, it's no big deal. He's not coming though, is he? Yeah, he's the he's the butler. Yeah, he's the butler. That's right. He's got the ship. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay, that's right. That's right. Right. And what's the butler's name? Let me get introduced. Verseg. Half orc is that half orc, half human? Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Alrighty. So, how does this affect our uh, our downtime in terms of learning other stuff? Well, it curtails it really. Yeah. You can come back after this and see if you've still got downtime or whether the war's, you know, Thanks. So you taunted us with all this downtime activity that we could, could have, could have, all this carousing and gambling and pipe fitting we could have, pit fitting we could have done. That's it. Could have been done. Yeah, that's all just gone to the bottom. Mm. All right. Um, so uh, I'm going to ask him, is there anything that he thinks we should bring that he perhaps hadn't already supplied? Of... Bring, um, just bring your wits, Terry. Oh, I've left them back at the... Uh... Mm. And your Goat's, marble. Goat's head. All I can think of is, from my many years of, of battling creatures is in out there in the depths, is, is never be too comfortable. <laughs> uh, always have someone with magic on hand. <clears throat> Uh, and remember that sometimes the, the the internals of a ship can be quite cramped. So uh, make sure you have things that have effect in a cramped environment. Mm -hmm. A little bit cryptic. Uh, yeah. uh, right. All right. Well, I wish you all the best and. Uh, I look forward to seeing you back here in in uh, six days with uh, with my treasure and uh, and the magnificent reward that will await you at that point. Hmm. All right, thank you very much. Um, so have we still got like half a day up our sleeves, or is this is this taking a fair bit? Um, because we also had a day before this as well. Is that right? Yeah, this is day two, right? Right. Yep. So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to have spent yesterday and the other half of this day 
doing some of that navigation that I was trying to learn from with the previous camp. So that I've done at least a day and a half towards my week learning navigation. Right. Mm-hmm. That way, if there's any other downtime somewhere else, I'll just I'll, I'll add to it. So, where did we find that reference? Uh, navigation. Hmm. Yeah, there, navigation. there was there was something last time uh, we where we came across that you could do that. It was in mm. in the, one of the links you just sent us. Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah, not not the one just now. The masters 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 tools. There's a thing on navigators tools. Ah, oh, right. Proficiency with navigators tools helps you determine the true course based on observing the stars. Celestial navigation. That's getting proficiency of that. Mm. Tools, tools proficiency. Yeah. So anyway, so that's what I'm, I'll, I'll be doing that over the last part of this day. Want to just learn a little bit more about navigation. <clears throat> <clears throat> okay. All right, cool. Um, and with another one and a half days, I suspect um, your tridents are fully done, I think. Yes, that's right. And we've still got those javelins on our boat too. Might be worth taking them. I reckon it might be too. Um, I don't think I can use a javelin. Are you too short? Well, it's a simple we- it's a simple weapon, isn't it? So you point up the front. How hard can that be? Huh. I, I, I reckon I reckon we have a fair chance of having a proficiency with it. Um, nah. Nah. Yeah. Well, if we can use like a, like a long sword, dagger, and you can use it as a stabbing thing, anyway. Mm. If, if you can wield a um, what's the uh, the stick thing that you your quarter the, staff? Qu- the quarter staff, yeah, yeah, you could, use, you, you could use the javelin in the same manner, but with a bit. I don't know. It's got a sharp end on it. Yeah. Yeah, but do you are you allowed sharp objects? Is your class allowed that? Yeah, I can't quite remember now. No, I mean, well, I've got short sword and simple weapons. It depends on if it's considered a simple weapon. I mean, the very fact, the very fact that we've both got the ability to deflect missiles or and or catch them and throw them back again would suggest to me that we could use something something like a javelin. I reckon. Yeah, it's pretty deft of hand to be able to do stuff stuff like that. Ah, dear. All right. Okay. Cool. So has anybody got any other tasks they want to do in town before you turn up? Um, I don't know. I've, I've got, got that. I've got that. Um, oh, what, did I, what did I get at the Alchemy's uh, lab? Alchemist's lab? Oh, I can't remember the name of the book. Oh, I don't know. Let's just say I've been practicing in my sleight of hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, so hang on. Did you guys pick up the javelins and the um, what was the other weapon you were saying we have made for us? The, the, tr the tridents. tridents. They were, we were giving them to the. Um, oh. Well, we were only going to give that to them when you know when this week's up, when the wards needed. We could take them with us just for and use them for now. Because if if we're going to be on the on the water, we're going to need stuff that's probably against water type creatures and. Might be the best way to go. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, I say take him with us. Go and pick him up and take him with us and then bring him back. Will they be ready, Mark, before we set up? <clears throat> um the tri yeah, the tridents are ready. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, so we, we'll we'll grab those and take take them down with us to be put onto this boat. And you know, even if we don't use them, maybe even the dwarves, if we get in trouble, might be able to mm. grab them and in get into them. Mm. Yep, for sure. Okay, so um, it's ten a.m. the next morning, and you've you've um, you've had a good night's sleep. Everybody's rested. Everybody has. So for the spell users amongst you, make sure you've prepared whatever spells you want to prepare, and uh, you've. You, Remember at this point, if in, with some spell casters you can you know reset the spells that you you know with by having spent a long rest you can choose different spells. So just check all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> all right. Um, so actually, has everybody got a long rest on their character? Just make sure you've um, rested them. I think we've only just done it. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. I think we're good. All my all my hit points are back. Yeah, cool. And if you've got spell slots, just make sure your spell slots are all free. Using key points. Mm. Yeah, um, you got all your key points there, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same we here. Did, we did a long rest, so we should all be back to full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, okay. Hmm, okay. Hmm. I don't know whether I can swap my spells in or out as a sorcerer. That's all in the night. All right, so uh, you turn up on the docks and there is a beautiful-looking um, cutter there uh, ready to take you. Um, it looks a, a pretty sweet-looking machine. Yep. and um, laden so down with our javelins and tridents. <laughs> Clank. Oh, <laughs> just dropped one. Hang on. Let me pick it up. Oh, man, I just dropped the whole pile of them. <laughs> um, it's funny, you know. There's, there's like this whole bit in this book about about ships, and um, and of course, you can never find it in time to mm. actually mm. successfully weave it into the story. But anyway, yeah, that's right. Never mind. It's a good, never good mind, looking ship. Mind. Good looking ship. Yeah. What's it so called? The Soul of Winter. The Soul of Winter. That's yeah. right. Um, which. Uh, We'll call it. I think that's a bit big. We don't have one of them. We don't have one of them. Um, it's not that either. Okay, it's one of them. Cool. So it's got. Um, it's a fairly large ship. Um, it's got uh, a main deck, a lower deck, and a hold. Um, and a focus all in a, 
the quarter deck. So, um, you know, it's fairly big and you see there's a, a bunch of dwarves um, fussing around, loading cargo in and, and um, all that kind of stuff. You can see they've provisioned it and um, mm. they're all looking very ship shape and ready. So, um, so as you approach um, the the, uh, the the captain himself, you can see this um, gnarly old veteran-looking uh, dwarf comes forward and introduces himself. Morning, chaps. Yeah, this is Walgar. My name's Walgar Windrun. I'm your captain for this voyage, and uh, of course. Uh, we are going to find this ship for salvage, as the crew knows it. And uh, uh, you'll see there's 30, 30 guard dwarfs in there already, all, all uh, putting this, the ship ready to ready to sail. So if you'd like to hurry along there, we've only got half an hour before we sail. Uh, you can, I'll show you to your cabin um, and uh, you can set yourselves up in there while we head out. All right, sure. Thank cool. you. Lead on. All right, so he leads you down um, into the, uh, the, the the past the main under the main deck and through the into the lower deck, and um, um, there is um, there is a, a cabin there that's pretty pretty cramped. Um, not much space at all for the for the party. Um, you'll only just fit in there. Um, but as you go along, he shows you particular places in the hole. He says, uh, right, this this here, um, Albrecht has, has organized this gear for you. I don't know what you want to do with it, but it's all there. He shows you some of it lashed down in, in the hold. And there's, uh, like he said, there's studded armor, there's crossbows, there's coils of rope and grappling hooks. And then there's a couple of little pouches there. Um, as well, 12 torches, um, two healers kits, um, and then a couple of empty sacks as well. So uh, that's all the stuff that's there. Um, and uh, yeah, he pretty much said, like says, right, if you just put yourself in the cabin there, uh, we'll be away. Right, is there all plenty right. of plenty of room for us to all lie down in there, or was it a bit cramped like you were talking about? Cool. It's very, it is very cramped, but you'll be okay. You'll be, right. You'll be right. Um, cool. All right. So um, the um, the the ship heads off, and um, you're heading off out into the blue yonder, um, and and heading off for a sail. So um, the the you you know you you make your way out the harbour and you and um, you're you're heading along. Um, you can see a couple of barked orders where they set a course of of due south and um, the, the the sails are readied and uh, off you go. You're, you're heading off down south uh, in the chase of this mighty ship. All right, so. Um, so the, the 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 day goes on, um, the sun sets, you uh, you get provisioned, or you you know you get fed the same slop that all the crew does, which is not much at all, um, and uh, uh, 
you know, the, the, the next day goes by or the, the, the night goes by uneventfully and um, the next day you're, you're up and about again and searching the horizons but uh, nobody sees anything and um, uh, it's getting towards the end of the day and, and uh, you're all starting to kind of get a bit towy and meanwhile um, uh, Vertheg, you know, comes up to you and, and uh, says, I am getting a little bit worried. Uh, I think we should have uh, seen the ship by now. Uh, do you think we are going in the right direction? I am not a sailor. I do not know. Yeah, well, your boss said to us that it would be at least two days before we'd even be in the area where the ship was, and we're only barely getting to that now. So, uh, you know, give the captain his due. so much water around me I'm not uh, I'm worried but all right I, know I might retire to my cabin <laughs> so he, he heads off to where he sleeps and uh, sounding a bit worried and then the captain comes over to you and says um, right so don't be worrying uh, you know I know that fella he's a bit of a worry work but we're on track you know this is um, we're now probably about half a day away from where the, the last sighting of the ship was I'm expecting that uh, the dawn, tomorrow's dawn, we should be we should be sorted. Um, Can I ask? Oh, sorry, Kanskal, ask him what um, search pattern is he planning to sail? A uh, good question. Uh, good question there, uh, Kansk. Uh, so my intention is that once we approach the position, uh, we will in fact then. Uh, do a jigsaw pattern at that point. We'll be sailing uh, within a 10 nautical mile area and, uh, 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 you know, travel uh, first of all to the west and then double back and head back to the east and uh, search past our position that we arrived at, such that uh, after a searching of, of a 100, mile, 100 nautical mile area, I think we should uh, lock upon the, the ship somewhere in there. How, how far do you think the ship would have um, drifted while you've uh, come to collect us? Well, nobody can tell. It's uh, The weather's been quite kind to us, so it shouldn't have gone too far, but uh, one can never know. Right. Um, is there any worries that you have with this area that you know about? Like, is there any creatures that you've heard of, heard of that you know, in, are in the seas around this area? Well, you know, there's the normal troubles of the deep out here. Um, you know, we've uh, th we've heard that there's raiding Sahogan along the way. Uh, we've heard there's hags. You know, all of these things. That's why we're we're all trained and have many weapons, and we maintain a uh, a watch at night, of course. Um, so you know, those things are always present. But never mind. Okay. Do you, do you need help with your watch? Do you need some of us to be with you, or have you got plenty of men? Uh, I think we're okay. Don't worry about that. We'll we'll uh, we'll alert you if there's any kind of problem. Okay. All right. Alrighty. I still think one of us should uh, stay on watch. Mm, I was thinking that too. Well, who's going to do first watch then? 
Ah, okay, so I can do it. Right. I'll be checking watch then. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say I can do it. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. And how many hours do you want to do on watch? Like four, all that, or mm, is what? Like four hours each or something. Yeah. How many of us are there? We've got six of them. Next. Probably just do two hours each. Right. That way we all might get a decent sleep at least. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, how, in this uh, world, how, how do we tell what a two-hour watch is? Hourglass. Yeah. If we yeah, if we still got that hourglass, there'll be bells. You know, whenever the whenever the. Yeah. Three bells. Three bells. Was that two? Two bells. Okay. Each. When other bells there every two hours anyway, aren't they or something? Every hour, aren't they? Oh, hourly. Okay. Do they do they still do bells at night generally? I don't know. I don't know. Well, it wouldn't be a ship without the bells ring, would it? And and by the way, there's no we, we're not really hearing much of that sort of sea wind like we we did on that last voyage either. It's been very quiet. Oh yeah, yeah. The sound archivists. Oh, I tell you what, there's eight. Sorry, I'm just looking it up. There's eight bells, one for each half hour of a four hour watch. So that's four bells. Right. You know, I think the reason that it is not you're not hearing anything because I've actually I actually have said sounds on at the moment, but um. Just realised that I've got the wrong. How's that? That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now. Yeah. That sounds more like a seashell. Right. Um, that sounds like a southern wind or another northern, northern wind. That's <laughs> no, north northwesterly. I think. There you go. There, there we, we go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is the first half hour. Going to need a lot, a lot of bell ringing for all the time we've been on the ship already. And it timed with the thirty-minute hourglass. Hmm. Oh, oh wow! I got a piano player on board as well. Jeez, yeah, been no expense spared. Set up in the uh, saloon bar, is it? Must be Mergrim playing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That like that a, sounds pretty poxed, that it? sound like a <laughs> dolphin in the background as well. It's, it's like my old days when I was in Woolies. That's all you'd hear all day was music like that and the music. <laughs> yeah. Not now, they well, play radio now. Well, by now, that's well, they've got their own special radio, but by now, there'd be, it'd be Christmassy stuff going on as well. Which, you know, after six weeks of that, oh. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, yeah, sorry, you were, you were saying? All right. So, um, yeah, so they, they, the watch is set, you know, you, you're, um, you're, you're down in your cabin, um, and, um, Everything seems to be fine. We're heading off into the night, and then the next morning you're gonna you're gonna be there looking for the ship. So um, you're you're talking away, and then suddenly you hear a bit of a bit of a scuffle up top, um, and uh, a couple of thumps, and uh, uh, that's, you, you kind of think nothing of it a little bit. I wouldn't have thought that. I think we'd all be rushed up on deck. <laughs> a scuffle and a thump. Oh, yeah, it's okay. 
Yeah, no, I think yeah. we'd all be rushing up on deck to see what the Frank's Frank's has fallen off his barrel again. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That is it. Uh, hang on a second. Let me just name this. Sorry. Um, in terms of the watch, were we going to be up up on deck? Yeah. Well, you're not going to see much anywhere else, are you? Well, well that's what I was thinking. So, so any any. I know he said that. No, no, that he said that, but we were still. To do it, yeah. I'm up. I'm up there because I can't sleep. That's but that's why we want to watch anyway, right? Because yeah, yeah, that's right. Happened. We don't believe him. Yeah. No. Um. Good. All right. Well. Um. Okay. So we can have. Well, I don't know. No, you didn't insist that. You didn't have that conversation. So I'm, I'm saying oh, you're what? all in your cabin. Oh what? Oh. You, what? Asked, you offered what? your assistance, and he said no. That's fine. So, yeah, but yeah. That, that's 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 when. We, but after that, we then talked about going on watch anyway and we were discussing right. how many bells for each shift oh, yeah, yeah. Right, man gosh you gotta watch this dungeon master <laughs> putting words into our mouths I know. dodgy yeah dodgy brothers yeah. these aren't the droids you're looking for yeah <laughs> radio radio he wants us no. to be surprised and, and you know and, and out of yeah out of, out of rounds yeah, yeah still, still, still sleepy and with a free rand for his monsters to sort of hit on us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, radio, well, um, good O. So, um, so then, okay, so you were on watch. Uh, it was getting to the end of your watch, and um, suddenly um, you saw a, sh a movement in the dark. and um, stumble in the thud. Well, you saw a movement, and then um, there was uh, on the on the ship. Um, there is a um, so there's a forecastle, and there was there was two guards on the forecastle, um, two guards on the quarter deck. Uh, then on the main deck itself, there was another two guards on um, on either side of the uh, of the ship. Who's on uh, who's on the shift Sorry, at this was... point in time? There was, there was, um, sorry. So there was, there was two on the main deck, two on the focus hall, two on the quarter deck, and mm -hmm. then um, you guys. And all, you know, then all of a sudden, who was, who was actually, who was actually on on watch? Who was on watch? Which one? So, oh, so I was going first. Okay. I was going second. And then, was, then Bladewater yeah. was next. So yeah, it must okay. be Aldrich, uh, Mirgamore, um, Lenor. Oh, oh. Let's go with Aldrich. Um, uh, all right, cool. So you guys are all there, and then suddenly, uh, the uh, over the side of the ship comes um, uh, a bit of a, a slippery-looking shape, uh, one that's all too familiar to you, and oh. um, and this shape immediately attacks the nearest dwarf, and um, there's a huge uh, fight uh, starts, and. The, the dwarf at first is taken by surprise and slips over and thumps and that's and, and thumps on the deck and um, as that happens um, all around you the over the sides of the ship come a marauding band of what you now recognize as Sahuigans. Uh, um, and these things are scary there is um, there is about um, and so you have six dwarves with you and you have yourselves so that's 12 people and there are um 
there are nine Sahugan that look like your normal everyday Sahugans. Um, uh, but then there is also one who's right at the end of the boat who comes over the, 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 the bow, um, sorry, the, the stern, um, who is a female. And there's an even bigger, massive um, Sahugan that comes next to the, the priestess. And um, he looks pretty damn. But that right. all happens in a split second, and you all need to roll. Um, gonna have to go soon, I think. Man. Yeah, but fine. Do we, do we want to just do the initiative roll and then, Michael, if you got to disappear? Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh. Obviously, better than I got. I got five. Somebody got twenty-two. Who was that? It was Edric. Oh man! Nice. <laughs> Looking after his boy. Well, you're the one that was meant to be up there on watch as well, so. Mm. So he's not surprised. Mm. This is sleepy. Oh, all in all, can all in all, Maris. What is with that Frillinor character? She's awesome. Yeah, always seems to roll the right stuff. I don't know quite how, mm. know quite how it works, but she certainly is pretty damn stupid. Uh, good Okay, so everybody's rolled. I just have to roll for this. Did you see everyone's roll, Mark? I did see everybody's roll, yeah. It actually automatically fills it into my table here. Oh, yeah, cool. Oh. Is, is that, oh, that's uh, nice. The NPCs that I've done. All the dwarves. So there she is. She can't work out. How do you work out the initiative? What's the initiative modifier? It's That's hover over there. It's on. It's a plus three. It's one of the modifiers with a, with a, with your, presumably with your proficiency rating on top or something like that. Is it like a, is it a dex modifier? Yeah, mine matches the dex. Yeah, mine matches the dex. That's it. 
Dang. Yep. That's what we wanted to hear. That was terrible. That's cool. yeah, it turns out he's rolling for the no, dwarves. These are, these dwarves. Are oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, we yeah. actually wanted these to be pretty good. The crewmen. Yeah. Unfortunately. Will the, will the dwarves act as inde independently or will they all act as a group? They will act independently. Okay. Yeah. I'm just scared. Or, or should we leave it there? No, um, I don't know. As long yeah. as we can track what we're doing. We have a map to look at that we can tell where oh, yeah. stuff is. Tell you what, yeah, let me. Why don't I make up that map um, and then use it next, next time around because the list is complex. So I might actually prepare it. Alright, yeah, sounds good. Definitely. All right. Next week. Yep. Yes. Yes. Mm. Sorry, guys. No worries. I, I, right. I need to finish up soon too. So yeah, I'm with you on that one. Thanks, Fletch. No, because. Mm. All right.